0: Well, this is about as authentic as it gets. Welcome into Inside the Braves booth alongside uh, Joe Simpson and Jonathan Chadwick. Ben Ingram here with you. This is episode 22 of Inside the Braves uh, Booth podcast. Tell me
1: another podcast that has a little mariachi going in the background. I know none.
0: Yeah. We're sitting at Dodger Stadium right now, and as they are prone to do here at Dodger Stadium, they have certain nights where a mariachi band performs basically the entire game. It's outstanding. They're they're on and off throughout the whole game. Uh, it, It presents a different kind of energy in the ballpark, and as
1: we're recording this, they're practicing out in right field right now. Yeah, I love mariachi. And between innings, it is spectacular here, to say the least. And they're all dressed up in their suits. Oh, yeah. I mean, there must be, I don't know, a
0: dozen or so uh, members of the band, and they're performing right now and and warming up. So they might play the entire episode. They might play for another five minutes. We have no idea. We're going to guesstimate there's a million rhinestones out there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there are. (laughs) Uh, And and that's the thing. They're, They're... Practicing in the uniforms, the suits they're going to be wearing tonight. Yeah, in the sun, it's hot. Yeah, this is tremendous. So, you got some mariachi in the background as we bring you episode 22 of uh, Inside the Braves Booth. So, uh, this is um, a road trip that will see the Braves take on the Padres and the Dodgers. They took on the Padres for four, uh, split that series in San Diego, and and last night, Joe, we saw the first game of the series, Braves and the Dodgers, and Dodgers won the game, but but Freddie Freeman was the show i mean that's that's what everyone was talking about last night and i think what we saw last night about what we expected when it came to everything that led up to the ball game
1: you no know, it, it was very chipper like it was very chipper jones like what he did to step up in that first at bat and hit a homer against atlanta and chipper used to do that all the time when he come off the disabled list uh, you'd think well i wonder how long it'll take him to get back into the fold and then boom first at bat he's hitting balls into the bay in san francisco or something like that mm-hmm. you know i think he's okay um last night was very bittersweet to say the least it was very emotional i know it was for freddie uh as we have been told about how difficult it was for him to conduct interviews and talk about it i heard him on the dodger postgame show mm-hmm. and he was asked about of all the things that happened to him yesterday. He went in the Braves Clubhouse long before the game. He was presented a Silver Slugger Award with Snit and Kevin Seitzer standing at his side. Right. He hits a home run is first at bat. Of all those things, what stood out the most for him? And he said, I'd have to say being able to go in the Braves Clubhouse and see my brothers and the guys that I won a championship with. That broke my heart. Mm-hmm. It really did. I thought, you know what? I know where his loyalties still lie. He's a Dodger, and he's certainly going to play well for them. But uh, this uh, somehow this went sideways on Freddie. I think that's exactly right and seeing
0: him on the field before the game how much time he spent around the team during BP the Braves team that is Uh, I I saw him interact more with the Braves before the game than we saw him interact with his own teammates oh yeah uh, before the ball game I I think that I think you nailed it I think there's a part of this that took place during the offseason that didn't go the way that Freddie wanted it to go and he ended up with the Dodgers but I think if he could go back and rewind and have this thing to do all over again it wouldn't have played out this way that's what I gather from everything that we witnessed
1: yeah and uh you know Chipper said as much in an interview that he conducted with uh, our flagship station 680 the fan before the season uh where you know he said I advised I'm paraphrasing for uh Chipper's quote but he said um I uh, my whole career any new player young player that came up and they talked about representation, in other words, agents. I told them, you have to be in control of your life and your career. You can't let somebody else. You've got to want to. They, you've got to, want to what you want to have happen not what somebody else wants to have happen and i thought that spelled it out perfectly yeah i think so too so last night we watched freddie
0: freeman in a dodger uniform for the first time he hit his first dodger home run and poetically it comes against his former team the braves uh, and when he hit it joe I, I know we were all looking at each other thinking we had to have known this was coming storybook you just felt like it was going to happen just
1: like that yeah it was a movie script thing and we're in hollywood so that figures but uh, uh you and i looked at each other and then and I looked at Jay Chad, and we couldn't say anything. Yeah, this place was uh, del- delirious with Freddie Chant, so it was like it was destined to happen. Yeah, it was, and then the game started, and um, you know the
0: Dodgers took off for a little while, with six nothing, and then the Braves come, started to come back in the ball game, fell short. But I, I liked seeing the come from behind effort last night. I'm hoping that it allows them to take some momentum into tonight's ball game and tomorrow, because I think you feel much better about where you are on the mound tonight and tomorrow. It'll be Max Fried night Charlie Morton the following day, and even though this has been a, a really difficult place for the Braves to win for several years, knowing what you've got on the mound and knowing what you can do at the plate. And we saw him yesterday in those two innings really come to life offensively. You go into it in my opinion thinking you can, you can take this
1: series and, and take two out yeah. of three here in L.A. Yeah. Um you know what? The Braves hung four runs on uh Clinton Kershaw. Yeah. In five plus innings. Uh that was good work. That's something not too many people have been able able to do certainly this season with the start he had against Minnesota and he was pitching well against the Braves until second or third time through the order. So that was an excellent comeback. But I with all that we can talk about today with the roster moves that have transpired since the end of the game last night. I agree 100% with everything that has happened. Uh, I'll go ahead and start. I mean, Waskari Noah was sent back to A, and uh, Sean Newcomb is out of options, so he was DFA'd. That means designated for assignment, and he has uh, he has to clear waivers to go back to A, and he doesn't even have to accept that. He can become a free agent if no one claims him. I, I think somebody will claim him. Right, he's big, he's breathing, and he's left-handed. So somebody will, will claim him. I think that certainly is a little short-handed on on pitching. But those two moves especially had to happen right now.
0: Yeah, I think there will be a team that says we can we can do something with this guy, yeah. and that'll be that. And Then
1: that, that might happen. But right, I, 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 it might be the same comments coming from a different voice that just registers with Sean in a different way that might that might help him uh-huh. reach his potential.
0: Yeah, well uh, we saw him for a while. I mean it was you, you kept having hope that Sean would eventually get on track and get there and it just never happened. Braves are called Tukey Tucson and Dylan Lee uh, so you mentioned that they DFA'd Sean Newcomb and uh, Waskar Inoua uh, is uh, option in AAA so those are the two players who come up in Tukey and Dylan Lee and and, and going with Tukey, some of the same things we've seen said about Sean, you could also apply to Tuki Tucson. We haven't seen Tukey quite as long as we've seen Sean, but I think we have the same hope that eventually
1: it will click and it will be there because we know how good his stuff is. Flashes of brilliance from Tuki at times. Uh, he'll come up, make a start, and you'll think, okay, he's made some adjustments. He's he's locating better, or he's uh, throwing his breaking ball from strikes and using it in better counts. You, you see something that uh, you've been looking for from Tukey, and then the next start, it's not the same right it's not there he's just hasn't been able to sustain those flashes of brilliance and let's hope this time is a different time around
0: he was scheduled to start today if i'm not mistaken for triple A Guanet. so with him coming up and knowing what you're going to do with your rotation come may where you're going to go two five guys do you view tukey as the long man right now does he make a start for this ball club and then become the long man
1: uh that's uh that's a good question you know when you know his turn comes up again. Again, it'll be after the off day. So that might alter how many guys they want in the rotation. Mm-hmm. Dylan Lee for sure will be a long guy. He'll basically take Newcomb's spot as a long left handed reliever. Yeah. Uh, a multiple inning reliever maybe these days would be more accurate. So, um,. Whether or not Tukey gets a start remains to be seen. Could be a spot starter. Um, let's see. Let's see how everybody else pitches. Club also announced that Jacob
0: Webb was claimed off waivers by the Arizona Diamondbacks, and they also outrighted Chadwick Tromp to a Triple A Gwinnett. So best of luck to Jacob Webb. He was an easy one to pull four waivers he here.
1: No doubt. And a real bulldog, a lot of grit. Loved him a lot. I think he will do well in Arizona. I hope he gets an opportunity there. And then the last bit of news tonight,
0: uh, down in uh, Jacksonville, Florida, Gwinnett takes on the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp, and there will be a a rehab appearance for Ronald Acuna. He starts his Major League Rehab assignment tonight with Triple A Gwinnett. And I think as far as this thing goes for this evening, let him play the ball game, have baseball activities, all that. See how you feel tomorrow and the day after that, and then you start to evaluate when you might see him back in it. Atlanta, and maybe
1: that comes in the next few weeks. That'll be awesome. I mean, I think moving him – I mean, getting him back and putting him at the top of the order and making the order that much deeper is certainly going to help. I think it will help uh, Ozuna where he can just concentrate on his offense, just be the DH all the time and not have to deal with defense too often. So, I think all around it's just going to be a good move for Atlanta to get Acuna back. I can't think of a reason it won't be.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I think we focus – and understandably so, we focus on what he brings to the lineup, how that shakes things out. But this team gets significantly better defensively in the outfield, mm-hmm. whenever he, whether he's in right field or center field, right. a, a vast improvement. Not just with wherever he is, but with wherever you put the other two outfielders. Because uh, right now, like you said with Ozuna, you can just DH him. You don't have to worry about putting him in left field and some of these other combinations. I think you're significantly better defensively.
1: You don't you don't win championships unless you have good pitching and solid defense. Right now, the Braves outfield defense is not championship caliber and it's got to get better yeah well let's focus on tonight i'm very excited
0: for max freed i uh, started the season oh and two but he's I don't know. Anytime he faces these guys, he's been so close a few times. I know he, he uh, has had some really good performances against them. He's never won in this ballpark. And I know that every single start for him is big, but th- th- you can't convince me that there's not something special about him coming here, mm-hmm. given that he went to high school 20 miles from here. This is home for him. Right. And winning in this ballpark
1: has got to be a dream come true waiting to happen for him. You know it is. Uh, grew up in Santa Monica and Harvard Westlake High School, where he finished high school, you're right, is just down the road uh somewhere around the uh Ventura Highway freeway I think uh at any rate he he hasn't gotten off to a great start he's been knocked around a little bit he's been behind in some counts he's due to get on track tonight mm-hmm. and it couldn't come at a better time and like you said um, if the Braves uh, if the Braves win these next two games they have a winning road trip and they certainly could do it with Max and Charlie Morton on the mound due up the next two days. I
0: think that would be a huge springboard for the team because if you could do that you'd take two out of three from the Dodgers you have a winning road trip and then you go into your first off day coming up Thursday that would end two, a two week stretch of playing every single day and, and I think you'd look back on the first two weeks of the season and say okay we're in a good spot it's time
1: to hit our groove and let's see how things go the rest of the way. Yeah not only does the team have an off day on Thursday I think they've got one the following Monday as well so there's some rest coming up, and uh, I think it'll do everybody a lot of good. So we'll see what happens with Max tonight and Charlie
0: tomorrow. I think with the first 12 games being played, the guy that I'm the most excited about right now is Kyle Wright. Um, he, he's looked really, really solid in, in the trips that he's had to the mound. Very excited about the, the jumps that he could take this season. I think they could be very similar to the jumps that we've seen Max Freed take over the last few mm-hmm. seasons. And I just think about where this team might be in May and June. If you're looking back and saying, well, it's not just Max, Ian, and Charlie. You've got Kyle Wright in there, too. And if those four can be solid uh, throughout the season. Then you're talking about one other spot in your rotation. You piece that thing together, and you're sitting pretty on the mound.
1: Uh, agreed. And uh, I keep saying this about uh, Kyle Wright. It's ace-like stuff right mm-hmm. now. He's he's the best. He's looked the best of all the brave starters. And uh, if he can just keep that up, keep that mindset, there's nothing going to hold him back this year. All right. So we'll continue to watch that tonight. Want to uh, throw our email address out there to you again. It's
0: bravesbooth at Gmail. .com. Any questions you have, any comments, uh, you, you're never too early. You can fire away an email. We'll get to it eventually. And we've got plenty to get to here on episode 22 of from the Braves booth. So uh, we'll go ahead and dive into some of those questions and some of those comments. As, uh, again, we're coming to you from Dodger Stadium and coming up on game two of the series
1: tonight. One more thing before we get into the questions, and that is um, something I saw last night on the field, and maybe everybody else did too. Uh, Matt Olson had a whale of a game last night mm-hmm. and after his third hit I think that might have been off Gratterall I'm not sure but he hit it between second and, and the shortstop uh, up the middle when he got to first Freddie Freeman was standing at first nodding his head up and down like okay I get it I see what everybody's talking about Uh huh. and that was quite Uh, a subtle compliment from freddie freeman i thought for matt olson i think so too i can't it's like okay i'm signing off yeah right torch is passed i I can't
0: wait to see matt olson start coming to the plate with men on base that'll be great wouldn't that be a novelty (laughs) yeah (laughs) that'll be great well unfortunately we only have two microphones right now so if j chad's gonna get in on a question i'll have to just come down here to one of our microphones and and holler which obviously you can do that anytime you want jc so feel free to do so um let's start things off with with uh, a question from Paul and Paul says once Acuna is back will we see everyone settle into
1: their roles a little more from a lineup standpoint yes I think so especially one through six I'm sure I mean we started the season with Rosario leading off yeah and he wasn't hitting so he had to move down in the lineup so especially against left-handed starters like last night against Kershaw uh, Ozzie Albies is the uh, next guy up he's As a switch hitter, he can bat right-handed and lead off. And ozzy has been tearing the cover off the ball. It's just that all of his hits have been homers. He's not had a lot of singles Uh or doubles. So with Acuna up there every day, all day, then that's going to just move everybody down a notch, and I think it's going to make them that much better. I do, too. I can't wait to see... That
0: lineup settle in. and We know how good it can be. And and this isn't just for the first time this year. We're talking about the lineup settling in. We're talking about Acuna back at the top of the order for the first time since last July. I mean, that feels like forever ago. And uh, of course, they accomplished so much after the injury. And of course, all the trades made all the difference in the world. But having him back uh, at 100% now, at the top of this lineup, I think it'll be fun to see everybody and how they settle in and yeah. have their own spots that they know they're going to be in every single go-round.
1: Uh, this is from Doug Doug wants to know, is your press box attendant, in layman's terms, at Truist Ballpark good-looking in person as he is online? If you could add one more feature to the World Series championship ring, what would it be? Perhaps music or the final play call by Ben? Just saying. And this question, who wants to know if Doug is as handsome as he is in person as he is online, comes from Doug. So the answer (laughs) to your first question, Doug, is no. He's a mullion. Secondly... What I would add to the ring, the only thing is like if you lift it up, the lid is for it to start playing take me out to the ball game. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> See, I was thinking if you lift the lid up, you know those holograms that pop up?
0: Maybe uh-huh. it's like a spinning oh, Oreo, yeah. an yeah. Oreo cookie. Oh! Oreo hologram. Wouldn't that be so?
1: Anytime you open and close it. Yeah. That'd be my addition. You got anything for that, chad Do you agree with uh, my analysis on the physical features of Doug? you're you're in yeah. he, he
0: can dress nice i, I like oh, doug's yeah. suits and and his his sports code his game pocket squares yeah he's yeah, got but, that down but he's a million <laughs> 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 uh this is from ashley outside of work what's the best part of this road trip for the three of you that's a good one it is mine's easy you guys go Uh, I'll say, well, in San Diego, our hotel is attached to the ballpark by way of a crosswalk. Um, So we we don't, you can go right into the ballpark from our hotel. So the convenience of that is great. If we had an off day, that would be nice because you could mix in the beach in either city but i think the weather is tremendous and um i, I just love coming out here and feeling the weather and, and seeing these two ballparks one's pretty new and the other one's been around for 60 years and i love working in both of them so uh, a lot of fun all the way around to san diego and la the weather for me is at the very very top of the list i've got out and exercised every single morning and i've had the same exact all every single day which is just gosh this weather is awesome Second best was uh, Saturday night. We had a day, well, we had a day game Saturday afternoon and Saturday night. We all got a chance to go out to dinner together. and we had a great time and anytime we have a chance to go out to dinner together, I love it.
1: Yeah it's always fun. My, my daughter and grandson live out here, so this stop in LA is always very uh, special to me and um, look forward to it every time. And you're going to get to hang out with them a little bit after we leave town, right? Yeah. um, I'm going to be off uh, over the next weekend. So I'm – and Jim Powell will be here. But that allows me to stay through Friday. That'll be great. Uh, And I'll – Kathy and – I will leave on Friday to go back to St. Simon's. I know you're looking forward to that. That'll yeah. be awesome. Uh, this is
0: from Rob and Rob says, is it just me or does it seem like the Braves have played a hundred games at Dodger stadium recently? Yes. We were saying the same thing yesterday yeah. because we were here in September and October and now here in April. So we've been here more than we've been places in our own division.
1: Yeah. I put a few miles on some rental cars, trust me. <laughs> um, but yes, we have been here a lot. And that's why last night I thought it was a surprise to me that the ball was not, carrying out of here there were balls that were hit last night one by uh, justin turner in particular that he knew it was going out and it didn't somebody else hit one to dead center who was that gavin lux yeah hit yeah. one to dead center that uh uh Duvall caught that i know in the last couple of years were home runs right without any question and they didn't leave the yard last night uh so that says something about the homer run, home runs that were hit last night
0: yeah, it's uh I don't know. I, I can never really get a good idea on exactly what the ball is going to do here because sometimes it dies and you can't get it out of here. Other times it's flying out of here. and uh, So I guess we'll just see what happens tonight. Hopefully uh, Max Fried can keep these guys in the ballpark tonight and uh, keep them off the board, and we'll see if the Braves can hit some more home runs. They've hit a bunch on this road trip already. Uh, Let's see. This question is for Ben and Joe. I think it's awesome that baseball has made a yearly tradition of honoring Jackie Robinson, but having done some sports play-by-play on radio in the past, I know how much broadcasters rely on those uniform numbers. How confusing is it for you guys when everybody on both teams is wearing number 42 and there are no nameplates on the jerseys? That's from Zach in Smyrna, Tennessee. and uh, That's very observant because it, it gets challenging late in games when teams are going to relievers. We know who all the starters are. We know what they look like i can see a guy walk up to the plate and distinguish obviously one starter to the next but it's when relievers for another team start to come in that's when it can get tricky and i'll give the the padres some props they did a really good job of making announcements in the booth so we knew who was warming up and who was coming to the game and that really limited the confusion
1: but but you are correct it is more difficult but it's only one game a year so it's not anything that we can't uh, deal with and especially for s- such a special occasion mm-hmm. absolutely you have any uh yeah i questions? had one uh, let's see this is from philip from germany where would be the best seats in truist park to watch matt olson hit a walk-off homer in the nlcs except of course in the booth itself you guys are awesome love listening to the podcast all the best from germany philip where would you want to be to see that walk-off in the NLCS? I'm
0: going to assume he's going to hit it to the chop house. Yeah. So I want to be in the melee out there mm-hmm. because that place goes nuts anyway. So if he hits a walk-off homer to win a, a postseason game and he puts it in the chop house, I want to be right in the middle of all that. You're going to get a beer bath Absolutely. Or, or
1: something of that nature, and it's <laughs> yeah. going to be so cool. Yeah, And that's. I think that's where I want to be also, Philip, is somewhere in that vicinity because – uh it will be wild and crazy here's a good question for you joe this is from ryan it says
0: uh, in your opinion what will it take for dansby swanson to get out of the funk that he's in right now we all know he's a 10 we all know he's a 10 game hitting streak just waiting to happen but he doesn't have it all right now um he also says for ben how does it feel knowing your calls from the postseason last year the clincher against the dodgers and then the clincher against the astros we played on highlight videos from here on out is that an intimidating feeling ryan no it's it's an incredible feeling.
1: It's the best feeling I've ever had in my life, and I hope I hear them a million times for the rest of my life. And they were such good calls, too. Uh, something that you can be proud of, Ben. You know, there's some that you kind of want to go back and go, oh man, I wish I had done that differently, or I wish I hadn't said that. And that was not the case with any of the calls for Ben in the postseason. They were all spot on and historic. Uh, what would I do uh, for Dansby? Yeah, I'd take him out of the lineup. Uh, immediately, Uh, but that's just me. I think he needs to sit a day and regroup and not have to worry about trying to put the ball in play. Sometimes a hitter, when they get into this kind of strikeout funk, and you, who else could get into these is Freddie. Uh Freddie Freeman could go into these strikeout melees at times, and he was chasing bad pitches, and that's what Dansby's doing, and I think Dansby's doing it because he's trying not to strike out. He would probably tell you otherwise – but last night there were a couple of signs. Freddie robbed him on a line drive that was headed for right field, like he was trying to go the other way. That maybe he can he can get out of it. Brian Snitker is not of the opinion that you get out of a, a slump by coming out of the lineup. That he needs to play, and he said he's also playing good defense. He's not letting the bad start affect his defense. I and I appreciate that, but if you want to get Dansby's bat going, I would I would rest him a day, maybe. Wednesday, and then you got Thursday day off, right? And start back up Friday.
0: That's a good point. And I want to ask you, I want you to, to spell this out because you've been down there, you've played. What can one day off do for a batter who's struggling? How can one day, one game, where you're just hanging out, not worrying about going through the the head
1: game of being in a game, how does that? How can that solve things for a player? I, I think it, I just think it helps your brain rest. I think it helps you relax a little bit and it's not that you say to Dansby, look, don't even pick up a bat. I don't want you taking any batting practice. You just come to the bench and and watch the game. I don't think that's the case. You you still want him to probably take BP, but um, you, you just want his brain to rest yeah. and, and not to feel the I'll call it pressure, the pressure that you put on yourself to get a hit every time you go up there, mm-hmm. and maybe that would help him. Alright, well that's
0: We'll watch that, and hopefully he can bust out of it tonight. And that, that is a good idea, though. I like the idea of the off day for the day game Wednesday. Team has an off day Thursday. See you for the first game of the homestand coming up this weekend.
1: Here's one from Austin. He says, uh, hi, guys. Austin here from Alabaster, Alabama. Where's, where's Alabaster, Alabama? Do you guys know? Anybody know? I'll look that up. I've okay. heard it. I've seen it, but I can't remember exactly where it is. That sounds pretty. Who is the best most Major League ready rookie you've ever seen in person both for the Braves and then for a Braves opponent thanks Austin Alabaster due south of Birmingham okay so there's that and you also oh no that's another question we'll get to in a second Um, the most Major League ready rookie I ever saw in person there's two of them Uh, Ken Griffey Jr. Uh at age 19 and Andrew Jones at age 19. They were ready to play. There was there was not going to be any reason to go back to the minor leagues for either one of them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that's a tough one. That's a
0: really tough one. I, I think that – and I've said this for the last few seasons about how how cool it could be to look back on 10, 12 years of watching Juan Soto and Ronald Acuna in this mm-hmm. division. I think mm-hmm. both of those guys came up and started tearing the cover off the ball. Um I think Freddie did a nice job when he came up. I remember, he homered off of Roy Halladay and yeah. goes in at first base, and he didn't come out of first base for Atlanta for 12 years. You're right? Uh, some some really good some, uh, really good examples there.
1: One more here. Um. Uh, from my side of the table tonight the dodgers have a unique giveaway first forty thousand fans are going to get an adult hoodie sweatshirt oh nice with the dodgers logo on it i've not heard of that before and tracy wants to know if you could create a giveaway slash promotion for one of the braves home games what would it be that's a good one i like that tracy jonathan's got it jonathan's all right come on down jc cut stepping up to the plate
0: Uh, easily for me it would be a from the braves booth bobblehead oh
1: okay all right oh people would come it would be a two-tiered one yeah he'd have to sit up above us he'd have to be up there above us with a little crown on Uh uh-huh have a little pack of oreos right in the middle yes
0: and we could get really creative with that thing
1: there's a guy who's you know self-professed to be the king Right, <laughs> there's the king right there. Yeah, make JC the king. Yep. We could all have our our World Series rings on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd look great. Yeah. I think it'd be awesome, and I, I, I'm i not going to even counter that. I think that's a great idea. That is a good one. All right, we've got time for one
0: more. This is from Blake in Minnesota, and Blake says, watching the Dodgers game Monday night against the Braves in the sixth inning with A.J. Mentor facing Freddie Freeman. The Braves played Freddie Freeman to pull in the infield, yet never threw one pitch in. All pitches were away. Can you explain this? Logically, it would make more sense for me, the fan, to pitch in to pull and away to go the other way. We appreciate you tuning in, Blake. And that's something I know you brought up several times joe
1: yeah and uh, i understand his questioning that that if you're going to pitch him away freddie can go the other way real easily and but freddie likes to extend his arms i i agree with him in this regard if freddie had a spell where he was striking out or in a little bit of a mini slump for him he was getting the ball in on his hands up and in constantly Mm -hmm. and he would chase balls up and in and i'm surprised more teams don't pitch him there yeah good question uh by blake we
0: appreciate that and a a good observation by the way before we uh part ways i just had somebody in my mind for the question about the rookie Uh uh-huh cheating a little bit I mean, Ichiro came in and was 27 years old and um, won an MVP, and that I was impressive. I know,
1: But I know that's I not in the spirit of you the know, question. it, it, it doesn't... Uh, don't get me wrong. Don't misunderstand me at all. I think it's great that the players who come from Japan or Korea or anywhere else uh, come in and are such a vital part of Major League Baseball, make it so universal. But a guy who's played... 10 years in Japan and in, not in the professional not the true rookie let's not let's not go rookie of the year for those guys <laughs> yeah. you know Chipper didn't win the rookie of the year because of Hideo Nomo right who, right. Hit, who had won 100 games or something in Japan yeah ah, come on yeah
0: I get it well normally we have a our, uh, our episodes a little bit longer we're squeezed for time today we got Snit coming up got to interview him and then uh, get ready for our broadcast tonight Braves and Dodgers this evening second game of this three-game series the uh, road trip finishes up tomorrow and then the Braves head home and we will be there for six ball games and, and an off day in between those two series so I know they'll be glad to get off the road get back home and, and try to get a win streak going so
1: that'll wrap things up for us well the other thing too is the mariachis uh, we gave them the high sign and yeah. they said they would take a break so they're, they're going to be able to get back to rehearsing they sounded great yeah
0: uh, feel free to email us bravesbooth at gmail.com and maybe our next episode you'll have your question read on our show that'll wrap things up for us for Joe and for Jay chad I'm Ben and you've been inside the Braves booth